Hi everyone, and welcome back to Beyond Study Abroad, the official Notre Dame Study Abroad podcast. I'm your host, Ainsley Herford, and today I am joined by Lindsay Burgess, who will be speaking about the very important topic of managing your health holistically while abroad. Lindsay, would you like to introduce yourself, give us your indie intro, plus your study abroad information? Yes, so um, I'm Lindsay, and I am a junior, uh, originally from Atlanta, Georgia, but uh, on campus I'm in Lyons Hall, and I'm majoring in science business with a supplementary major in German, and then a minor in European studies, and last semester I was in Heidelberg, Germany, which was a super cool experience, and I do miss it a lot, even though it's great to be back on campus. Thank you, thank you. And just so everyone knows what we're about to talk about today, um, I'm excited for this episode. I think it's going to be a lot of important conversations that maybe people don't have about study abroad, so that'll be great. But just, yeah, like I said, to introduce the topic, um, we are going to be talking about managing your health abroad and all of the aspects of health that are important to each individual, um, mental, emotional, physical, spiritual. Um, so just in general, yeah, we're really just going to deep dive into how we um, managed our health abroad slash how I'm learning to, I guess, since I'm in the process and then, you know, different strategies, feedback, uh, just things that we learned slash are learning through this experience and just, yeah, have a conversation about it that might not always be on the forefront of the glamorous study abroad conversations. Yeah, I definitely think mental health is the super important thing to talk about and something that people don't really think of at first when they're looking at studying abroad. Um, But yeah, I think it is an adjustment period when you go abroad, but there's lots of things you can do to kind of find your way to adapt to the environment and really enjoy uh, your time in a beneficial way. I agree. I agree. And to start us off, um, starting kind of general how was your routine different while abroad versus back at campus? And then were a lot of these changes surprising, difficult, or manageable? Because this is something I've really realized I did not expect my whole life to be as different as it is here. Yeah, it was completely different for me. Um, I was in a smaller program. There are only three of us from Notre Dame. So uh, it was definitely a little bit Um, of an adjustment to have to kind of learn to be alone a lot of the time. Our apartments were integrated within the city, so we were living with people from all over the world, which was really cool. Two roommates, um, one from Paris and then one from Istanbul, so that was a super cool experience, but with that, like, I had my own room. Um, I was pretty far from the city center, so my routine was different because I was spending quite a bit of my time um, by myself, but with that, I had a lot of free time compared to on campus. Um, I didn't have all of the typical activities that I have here. And my classes were a lot more spread out and just a lot less work throughout the semester. So it gave me a lot of time that I wasn't used to, which was hard to find um, mm-hmm. ways to kind of take a step back and um, kind of understand that having that free time is okay because I feel like on campus, we're just always go, go, go. But um, abroad, it's just a little bit nice to have that time but also can be a little bit stressful and confusing to not know what to do with it so yeah my routine was definitely um, more relaxed but um, it was it was good to just be able to kind of use that time to make 
good, meaningful relationships and find things that I really enjoyed throughout the city that I don't really get to do here on campus. So yeah, that was a, a good adjustment and also one that was surprisingly difficult, even though I had so much free time. Um, yeah, sometimes free time for me is a little bit difficult because I feel like I should be doing something, but mm-hmm. it was good to learn that you don't always have to be doing something and you can just kind of relax and enjoy your time. Yeah, I feel like that's huge too, like being here, free time. I'm not just thinking, oh, I need to be productive with schoolwork, but I'm like, oh, well, if I have free time, I should be like exploring or going to find something. And it's hard to like find it acceptable to just kind of like sit and like read a book or something. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, And then, yeah, kind of about your experience specifically, what was the adjustment like going into a small, I mean, only three Notre Dame students, that's not very many, um, program that was um, like a language program with a language difference? So it was definitely tough at first. Um, yeah, like I said, there was only three of us from Notre Dame and I knew the other two girls that went um, fairly well. So that was nice to have a couple of people that I knew going into it. Um, but overall, there were 18 of us and from all different universities in the U.S., which was awesome to get to know a bunch of different new people that also were also learning German um, at all different levels. And yeah, it was uh, the first week we got there, like the next second day, we had to take a um, language exam to see where we placed. And I did not place very high, which was kind of um, a little bit disheartening just because I had been <laughs> German so long and I was like okay um, I'm in the lowest level like that's um, I don't know it just felt kind of um, embarrassing but uh, it ended up being fine like the first few days you're just still trying to get used to everything and um, yeah the first month or so we had a language intensive course with our program so that's what the test was based on and we had a lot of intensive hours of German and then a lot of excursions throughout the city so that was also an adjustment um we were always with the same like 18 people which was great to get to know them but then after the first month when we were done with the language program we kind of faced into our actual classes and then had a little bit more freedom to do what we wanted so um it was it was good to have that first period where we really were kind of forced to get to know these people and um speak the language get more integrated into the city but then after that first month we had to kind of take it more into our own hands which was um a little bit of a tough adjustment but also really nice to um have more freedom and try and navigate the city on our own yeah that makes a lot of sense it definitely I don't know much Italian and I can't imagine having like the pressure of taking a placement exam just in general, yeah. it sounds like a lot. I remember doing that, like, coming into college. I was like, ugh. <laughs> <Stress>. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, it's definitely stressful. And, um, yeah, looking at, like, the smaller language programs versus the big uh, Notre Dame programs, it, it was a little bit tough. Um, I had a little bit of FOMO sometimes mm-hmm. when I would see all these people um, – in the Notre Dame programs who were traveling every weekend and like seeing all these people that they were going to be back on campus with in the next semester. And I was just kind of um, thinking about how I wasn't going to be able to keep staying in touch with all of these people I was meeting, at least in a close proximity. I mean, all long distance Mm -hmm. friendships now, but uh, in the end, I think 
I, I never regretted like, going to a smaller program. Uh, it has its own pros and cons with each program. There's, you know, set, setbacks, but also good things. Um, and so, yeah, I really, I think I was glad that I did the language program, but at some points it definitely was a little bit of a challenge to see um, a lot of my friends, like getting to get to know Notre Dame students and mm -hmm. travel to all these places with them, whereas I didn't have as much of an opportunity to do that. Um, but I just had, you know, more time to get acclimated to the city and um, meet people from everywhere, which was super cool. That is nice. How, how has keeping in touch with your friends from abroad who live all over, how's that been? It's been good. A lot of them are actually doing a full year in Germany, so they're still in Germany. And um, a few people I met that actually are from Germany and like go to the university there permanently, which was also really cool. And it's really hard to be away. I do keep in touch with them quite a bit just over like WhatsApp or occasionally FaceTiming, but I'm actually trying to go back to Germany this summer to do an internship in the same city. So that would be super cool to just get to go back for a few more months and see all those people again. That's so awesome. That's like, it's so cute to hear how, like how the friendships have blossomed and now you want to go back yeah. and get to see them. That's such a cool yeah. opportunity. Now you have friends like all over the world. You go to Paris or Istanbul, you can right exactly. with your old roomies that's awesome yeah. um and then yeah I guess getting into the focus of this episode with health what was something like you really learned you needed or something you knew you needed um for maintaining good mental health while you were abroad yeah like was there stuff you learned about yourself or did you feel like you were prepared going in um yeah I think going back to what I said about having a lot of alone time at first that was mm -hmm. definitely a challenge for me because in the dorms at Notre Dame being in the same dorm for three years and um just constantly being surrounded by your friends uh, it was hard to go from that to having my own room and being far away from the city and not always being like super close with everyone in my program at all times um but I think I kind of started to turn that into like more positive mindset of taking that alone time doing something with it that would be good for me so um one thing that I really enjoyed doing was I lived like five minutes from a bunch of trails and like the mountains surrounding the city so I would go up awesome. to this one like lookout point every morning that the weather wasn't rainy which <laughs> was not as often as I had hoped but um <laughs> there was a great lookout point of the city and I would just go up there and either like sit there do some journaling when I would remember or just kind of take the time for myself um, to appreciate the experiences I was having because sometimes it feels a little bit overwhelming but when you take a step back it just it can um, change your mindset about things uh, so that was a really good thing for me just kind of going into nature hiking getting um, outside um, when I felt like I was you know spending too much time alone or not really making use of my time in a good manner uh yeah yeah I have to say I like my walks too I think it helps a lot and just being outside like feeling the sun or the clouds is is always I feel pretty huge and yeah yeah I, I feel like walks are always good you know they're mm -hmm. always I feel like they're always just nice reset 
and journaling. I never journal, but I'm trying to keep a journal now, like a travel journal. Yeah. And it's weird because like normally I just kind of do like, oh, here's what I did. So I remember mm-hmm. then every once in a while when I'm feeling really emotional, I kind of just brain dump and it's honestly, it's super cathartic. So yeah, yeah, I, I won't, I will admit I was not the best at journaling. Like I'm not very consistent with it, but something I was trying to do when I was there was just write down like a high and a low of every day just to kind of highlight the um the key points of my time there and um be able to like reflect on you know both the positives and negatives and just see the progression of my time throughout the semester so yeah well I was not very consistent I think it is a really good way to kind of connect with the experiences you're having and be able to use it as a a thing to remember um the experience because there's so many things you can learn from being abroad and just so many new things you get to experience. Yeah, I need to start doing that high and the low. Then yeah. it's like a perfect mix of the bullet points of what I did today and the emotions. Yeah, you know, right. Like I, I always do that um, at home with my neighbors. We have dinner together like every night and we'll just go around the table and say our highs and lows. And it's always so fun. So I was like, oh, I should just do that when I'm journaling um, because it doesn't take too much time. And it's Mm-mm. it's a good way to just be able to remember the little things that happen every day yeah that's super nice and then yeah was there like an adjustment period for that like you said obviously being alone was a big change um was it something you didn't realize until a little bit in or did you know right away or yeah how did you handle that yeah like I was saying I think the first like month we had so much time that we Mm -hmm. were spending with our program like our um nine to twelve thirty language class then after lunch we'd have an excursion so we just spent like most of the day together and then transitioning into having just our classes and our own schedule and routine I kind of realized like I was alone more in that moment but um I think by that point I had made some good relationships with people so then I was able to kind of build off of those and then after like a few weeks or a month um into the actual just individual routines um I really started to make consistent plans with people and just try to maintain those relationships and have a good balance of being by myself but also surrounding myself with people yeah I think that's huge because a long time is also great like you mentioned for decompressing but you don't want to be alone more than you wish to be of course right and yeah moving on I guess like emotional well-being too and like what does emotional well-being mean to you and then how does that fit into your mental health and tending to the emotional health as well yeah I think um sometimes being abroad it's just like a very overwhelming experience um and I think it's good to acknowledge and recognize your emotions and like it's a a lot of people make it seem like abroad is just like an amazing experience and everything is so good but behind the scenes there's definitely challenges and struggles with that and you don't really see that like on Instagram when people are posting all these new cities they're going to um so yeah just trying to remember that like everyone is kind of going through the same thing like it's not always um a perfect experience and um once you're able to accept that then I think it's a little bit easier to focus on the good aspects of uh, your experience and being able to kind of use those emotions to um, better your 
uh, mental well-being and also just um, stay like connected with your physical well-being too which like I would do through hikes but then also like sometimes my friends and I would just go and play soccer or basketball like occasionally and then we had um, like language learning partners um, in Germany as well and so mine was uh, into kickboxing and I'm a manager for the boxing oh, team cool. at Notre Dame. so I was like oh that would be fun to just get a few lessons and then see how that goes so yeah I think there's just little things that you can do throughout your time um, once you recognize that it's a challenging experience but um, there is always um, good things that you can do to kind of better your experience and um, just acknowledge that the adjustments can be hard but there's there's ways to get through that yeah I've realized for me like I get really frustrated whenever I'm kind of overwhelmed and I totally lash out at people and it's something I've been working on but I'm still like not very good about so especially if I'm like with a lot of the same people or like it's just overwhelming like you're saying like you don't see it on Instagram but even like planning trips was it can be I feel low-key stressful one because it's like money two you want it to go well and three like finding people who you like you want to travel with like making sure everyone likes each other kind of feeling responsibility if like someone isn't going it's like a whole even the travel is like kind of stressful and then I feel like whenever I'm feeling stressed and overwhelmed I get really irritable so it's yeah I definitely have to like go away or like eat food or something like whenever I'm getting yeah. angry so yeah I feel like there's a lot where it's like super awesome but it also is really hard and it's both at the same time very much yeah yeah the trips are definitely um an experience um it's hard to find something that everyone is going to enjoy especially when everyone has you know different things that they want to do and different price ranges and um yeah just different needs and wants and it's hard to find that balance at the beginning especially of being abroad um but I think yeah going to different places and um, seeing new cities is a really cool experience but it definitely can be stressful and a struggle to do all of that and especially in just a few days on the weekends when you have the right. time for it it's kind of it's crazy thinking about my schedule especially if like you leave Thursday night to go somewhere you're I'm like traveling more days than I'm not which is kind of cool and crazy at the same time did you like switching up and playing sports every once in a while was that like a good way to like blow off some steam and just get to have fun yeah for sure I mean I would go with a few of my friends from my program and I will definitely say I was not the best one playing <laughs> I was definitely actually the worst but um I still enjoyed it um yeah, playing sports has been something that I've always liked to do growing up. And while I'm not like super good at soccer or basketball, I do really enjoy doing them. Like I love playing inner hall sports here on campus. Mm -hmm. So that was a good way to just kind of be able to um, get some exercise in without having to do anything too crazy or too serious. But also being able to do that with other people was was definitely good for me. Yeah, I um, I'm planning on playing a lot of soccer here and it's just fun like it's a great way run around feel good afterwards like ooh, I exercised but it's also like it's easy fun and with friends what more do you want yeah I'm a, I'm a big fan I love inner hall sports best best things colleges have it off <laughs> oh yeah 
It's funny. Um, what else did you think was a challenge with physical health, whether it's like sleeping, obviously I feel like that's kind of crazy abroad or like diet, maintaining, like just, yeah. Were any of those habits like more difficult, um, than expected? Yeah, I think, um, it definitely does take a few weeks to get adjusted to the time changes. Um, and also just the lifestyle there, um, especially on the weekends, I feel like people, um, are up a lot later and, uh, it's just a different experience than I'm used to. Um, and also with the diet aspect, it is definitely challenging when you're trying all these new foods and experiencing all these new cultures. Um, but also trying to maintain like a healthy balance of that can be a little bit stressful at first. Um, but I think, you know, in the end, like you're only there for a semester, it's important to try all the new things and just let yourself, um, do that without being too concerned about like the implications. But I think for me, especially because it's pretty expensive to pay for all the meals out. So I would try to cook for myself as much as possible. But um, like I said, I did live pretty far from the city center. So it was hard to like find a good balance between being able to do that. But one nice thing about my program is we had a dining hall that was relatively cheap. So that was also a good thing to have, um, especially because all my friends and I would go there for one or two meals a day, which was um, pretty great. But yeah, it definitely is a challenge to try and balance your physical health abroad. I mean, you do a lot of walking for sure, but (laughs) when you don't really have like your solid routine of going to the gym or having like a consistent sport, it can get a little bit um, stressful just because going off of that routine, at least for me, can be really hard. But um, yeah, going abroad, I think it's just, it's a different lifestyle and you have to be able to accept that and kind of know Mm -hmm. that it's not a permanent change it's just a few months and uh, you shouldn't let like the fears of you know maybe not like eating exactly like how you want to be eating or um having like that set routine going off that track is okay because you're just trying to adjust to like a completely new lifestyle yeah I think that is huge the diet because you want like I want to try everything but then it's hard because sometimes I'm like man when was the last time I had like fresh veggies <laughs> like if I yeah, cooked in so pasta true. sauce but that's about it but yeah I think you're right like when you're abroad is not the it's, it's bad timing to be consumed with like your food habits like I went on a street food tour I went to Sicily and it was so awesome and I tried like six fried foods like back to back to back <laughs> and ate them all because they were really good And I was like, okay, this is obviously bad for me. Fried foods are like the definition of bad for you. But they taste good and I'm embracing a culture and there's no reason to have shame in that. And it's hard because people definitely do and like I do and you have to like really unteach it in general in life. And then especially when you're abroad, it's like there's too much at stake. I have too many cool things to experience to like waste it on being worried about this. So yeah. 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 It's tough. The routine is crazy too. Like how you get home from class way later and you're like, okay, this has been a long day. I'm going to not, like, I don't want to work out or cooking. I'm like, it's so much work. It's just easier to go out sometimes. You know, it's, it's definitely hard to adjust to that and like give yourself the grace to adjust to it too. Yeah. It's definitely 
like you said, having classes super late. And then when all of my classes were in a different language, it's just mentally exhausting. So <laughs> trying to take some time afterwards to just decompress is important too, because it's a different type of challenging than classes at Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't have like really any assignments until the end. It's just one essay or one test, mm-hmm. which is also stressful in its own way. But it was more about trying to adjust to having all my classes in a new language or not new language but a different language um it's it's tough and definitely a men- takes a mental toll but um yeah it's definitely important to take take the time and yeah not have shame in trying these new experiences because you're only there for so long and yeah you'll only just regret all the things you didn't try once once mm-hmm. you come back yeah that's the hard one too with sleep is because you want to like do everything, but you only enjoy it so much if you are rested. And yes, that one's really hard though. That one's real tough. Yeah. Um, it's hard to find, find a balance in that. I mean, it is important to like get these new experiences, but it is also important to know that you don't have to do everything mm-hmm. because you are only there for so long. So yeah, you definitely have to find a balance between doing what you want to do but also being able to say no when you know that you've just overcommitted and you need like some rest and to take care of yourself yeah 100 percent. and then I guess like the last super large facet of health um spiritual health is that something that is like important to you was it something you found important to focus on while abroad and then if so what were some of the main ways you focused on those parts of yourself yeah, so I am Catholic and I was actually also abroad in Bulgaria in the summer and um, I was definitely a lot better about like attending church regularly there, which was um, super cool actually because um, one of my roommates, whenever we would travel, she would always find like the one church that they would have in that city and we would go and it was pretty cool to see all of the different um services in different countries just the little differences and nuances that were um, present in each one but then when I was in Germany I would say that I wasn't as connected with my spiritual health which I looking back I kind of wish I was because um, I think sometimes when I detract from that aspect of my life things do get a little bit foggy and it is nice to kind of have that grounding factor and when I don't that can be an issue um, I did visit the church in Heidelberg a few times just to pray or light a candle, um, especially when I was feeling like really lost. I remember I did that once a few weeks into the semester when I was kind of just like in my transition period and I was calling my mom and I was like, I don't know like what what to do. I'm not really feeling um, like this program is like doing much for me because I, you know, like I said, I was in the lowest language class. And, like, I don't know if I'm learning a lot. But Mm -hmm. then, you know, when I went into the church, I was praying, like, I realized after the fact, too, like, I really did learn a lot more than I think I did. And um, yeah, it's important to stay grounded in something. And so I think that is definitely one aspect that was lacking for me when I was abroad. And looking back, I would definitely try and just have that grounding factor more present, whether it be through like going to mass every week or just finding more times to, you know, either go to the church and pray or even just when I was going hiking and alone 
by myself, taking more time to reflect on my experiences um, in a more spiritual sense. So yeah, it is an important factor, um, but it is kind of tough to find like that grounding thing that you can just stay connected with the whole time, especially as you're adjusting and trying to find like a, a routine. Yeah, I, it is hard and it was surprisingly difficult because I thought like being in Rome, it would be really easy, but a lot, most of the services are in Italian and then the ones that are in English are like odd hours that are just hard for me to make. And I've realized, so I too am Catholic and I think going to mass is, it is same for me, like pretty grounding and you can feel a difference like when I'm going versus when I'm not, right? Um, and I, I just like, I don't like going in Italian. I don't know like how else to say it. Like I just, it makes me frustrated because I have no idea what's going on. And it's like obviously the same general stuff, which is cool, but it's like, I don't know. Like I hate having to read the readings on my phone even though I'm not like texting, I still feel kind of guilty, like being on my phone. And then I'm sitting there like during the homilies. I'm like, oh, what's going on? I have no idea. It's and my mind is just wandering to any place because I don't know what's going on. But then it's hard to find English mass. So it's been honestly, it's been like more difficult than I thought it would be being like right next to the Vatican, um, just because. Yeah the language barrier is really big when they're talking. Also, it's not like they're saying like, I have a brother and a mom, you know, it's not like stuff you learn in 101. It's more complex concepts, obviously. So yeah, it's, yeah, it's definitely difficult. And just in like a way it's hard to describe, but that is something that has like, honestly been like really challenging for me. I'm at a bit of a loss. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I went to one one mass when I was in Germany and well I was actually in France when I went to the mass and it was um in French and there was one reading that was actually in German but same thing like even oh. though it was in German and you know I've been taking German it's just a different like when it's a reading from the Bible it's it's harder to understand mm-hmm. in a different language for sure even though I do I did know a lot of the words like I wasn't really able to um conceptualize like or really understand and get a grasp on what the meaning of it was so that was definitely frustrating and um yeah it is definitely a challenging aspect of being abroad finding finding a place to go mm-hmm. to mass yeah yeah this past weekend I was in Geneva and went to mass at like an English-speaking parish and I was like, oh man, I missed it. Like knowing what's going <laughs> yeah. on is such a blessing. Oh, it was really funny. But I was like, okay, that was nice. At least I got one. Like I got one. I, I knew exactly what was yeah. going on the whole yeah. time. Like it was very easy, which was nice. Um, and then last question, just how we like to generally end episodes. What advice do you have for those people who are studying abroad or going to be studying abroad in the future? just about maintaining a holistically healthy lifestyle while studying abroad, um, whether that's specific to how you manage stress or times when it totally is overwhelming, just if there's any advice you have to close this off. Yeah, I think um, it definitely is important to give yourself a grace period to just adjust to the new lifestyle and remember that it's okay when you're feeling down or overwhelmed about the experience you're not the only one that's feeling the same way. Um, everyone has 
those moments abroad where you're not sure like oh should I even be here like is this really worth it for me um also it is important to definitely try and understand the culture of the country you're in immerse yourself in that culture and the new experiences like don't be afraid to um try new things and go outside of your comfort zone a little bit because you're only there for so long and you only have so much time to do all those things and I think that's mm-hmm. really special um yeah and just trying to build connections with you know it depends on the program but with other Notre Dame students or even if you're in a country like where you do have the experience to meet people from that place like I think that's a super unique thing to be able to do um I'm so grateful for like the friendships I have with people from Germany and yeah I'm I'm so glad I'm still able to keep in touch with those people so definitely trying to just build connections focus on friendships and focus on the new experiences because I think the school aspect is very important obviously but with all the, the time that you have abroad it's just important to take advantage of that yeah 100 percent. I think I want to make more local friends that just sounds so so awesome that you have those that's so yeah, great highly recommend okay well thank you so much for being a guest on this episode yes thank you for having me thank you for listening to this episode of beyond study abroad If you have any concerns or questions arising from the subject matter in this podcast, please know that there are many resources for you to contact. For those studying abroad, your local teams are prepared to assist you directly or to help in finding resources. For those preparing to study abroad, your study abroad advisor or the student engagement director are fantastic resources for you and can direct you to the appropriate professionals for assistance. And just to sum up this amazing episode, a big thanks again to Lindsay for having this conversation with me. Here are some great ways to survive some of the challenges that you might face while studying abroad. First, remember that it's normal to have down days just as you do anywhere else. Use some of your tools to help that you're used to, such as exercise, sleep, taking advantage of the programming here. For example, I did a cooking class last night and it was a great way to de-stress and have a lot of fun with friends. Especially on those more difficult days, remind yourself to keep a positive mindset. Although it's difficult, change is why we go abroad. It's normal to be frustrated, but don't let that control your attitude. Also, it's important to schedule time to decompress. There's a lot of pressure to try to do everything in the short amount of time while we're abroad, but remember you do not have to do every single thing during these short few months. Don't stretch yourself too thin and enjoy what you're doing. And as Lindsay and I have learned, it's important not to take a vacation from your spiritual health. It can be a great way to stay grounded and be continuously reflecting throughout this new lifestyle. Plan in advance about your prescription medications is another huge note to add at the end of this episode. I have a medication that I personally procrastinated taking care of. I am very lucky and privileged that my dad works in healthcare and was able to help me sort it out. And it all worked out fine, but overall, I do not recommend handling it the way that I did because it was a bit stressful in the last few weeks before I went abroad. Um, So yeah, I would recommend sorting that out as early as possible and work with your doctor to make sure you have the prescription you need while abroad. 
Overall, studying abroad has been really amazing for me these first this first month, but it can also be pretty challenging. So I just want to say to all of those who are studying abroad right now or who are planning to study abroad in the future, give yourself time and space to adjust. Remember that most of us experience some discomfort and homesickness. It's normal and a part of the journey. It doesn't make it any easier, but definitely do not feel that you are alone in those feelings of homesickness and loneliness because you are certainly not speaking from personal experience. Um, But yeah, just overall, I think it's really important to attend to all aspects of your health, especially I feel the physical one of sleep is really hard to pay attention to while abroad. Remember that all of our health makes all of our health better. So if you're attending to physical health, mental health improves. If you attend to mental health, physical health improves, etc. And they're all very connected and Overall, thank you guys so much again for listening to this episode, listening to this recap at the end, just summarizing our key points from this conversation. I'll see you guys in two weeks for the next episode. And until then, um, once again, thanks for listening and stay updated on all things study abroad on our Instagram at ND International.